Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I'm Rory M. Spence. You can find me at Hangover Reviews and at Dogcare Network. Alrighty, and today we're talking about minute 143 of Dawn of Justice, which is going to start with the birth of Doomsday, and then it's going to end with uh, what I believe is Doomsday recognizing who Superman really is. Um, Doomsday's epiphany. And maybe vice versa. Maybe Superman realizes it as well, but um, yeah, in this minute we're, we're introduced to this... Uh, this doomsday that has just been born in the scout ship. And like we said in yesterday's minute, it just, it's just really beautiful to just look at, um, the kind of like the lighting over the CGI creature. You kind of see every, you, you see the bit mapping in the, in the CGI renderings like skin. Cause you have to like create these textures. And so you, the lighting really showcases kind of like, you see, like the, the like bumps, pores. yeah, the yeah. pores of the skin into the nostril, the the mm. crease of the lip, like into the eye socket and yeah. the cheekbones. Like, there's just something so well done um, about this creature that I love so much. And although for some people it's easy to just look at and be like, "That's not Doomsday." Um, I don't know. To me, it's not about comic book representation. It's just the scale of this monstrous figure, like. That's terrifying to me, and yeah. uh, I just I really enjoy it. Um, obviously, you guys have seen uh, Pacific Rim, right? Like you have, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Rory, you seen, yeah, Absolutely. and so like how they capture these these amazing quality of of monsters is they is they render them like almost on a one to one scale. Like they render them so large with so many polygons uh, that mm. are used, um, and that's the best mm. way that they're able to capture. The, the level of detail here so it's like to, to get to this uh beautiful looking creature it's like it has to be rendered one-to-one in real life like if the bigger you you render it the the more like detail you can get into like the the mapping of the skin and everything and it just works so well it's like like i'm just in love with the way this creature looks and yeah it's one of the reasons why i really love this minute or this in this whole third act yeah, he looks great. And the little like glint in his eye you can see in this minute looks mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, and uh, it's good that Superman is like somewhat trying to assess the situation or just wrap his mind around what actually just happened. And uh, I assume he can. He's smart enough to realize, like, okay, yeah, that's that's Kryptonian. Like, it's it's from this ship. It's you know you're doing it. You know he still has a question of like, what did you do? Or what have you done? But, like, somewhere in your mind, you actually know, like, he just made a monster, man. Well, no, I was going to say. Nowhere did Clark learn about the Bertrand's curse, right? I mean, it was written all over the scout ship and everything like that. But, I mean, it's not like someone was there teaching him Kryptonian scripture, right? I don't know if he knows about Bertrand's curse. I want to say maybe. But even then, he doesn't know how to defeat it. He knows not to do it. Like, please don't ever do that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he... And he's like, look at him as Lex is talking in that minute and you see just Superman kind of unfocused in the background. That's a power shot right he's there. Like, 
of Lex and Superman right there. Yeah, yeah. It almost like if you, it looks like they're like buddy cop partner kind of shot. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. a, that's a good, that's a good image of having the two of them on screen. Yeah. That's some uh, forever evil type stuff. And it doesn't even look like there's animosity between the two of them because their attention is all focused on Doomsday. Yeah. Um, Lex Luthor gives us some exposition that will become true by the end of this movie uh, in which he says, now God is good as dead. Um, Because it's true. Um, But uh, something I like a lot in this... uh, Oh, yeah, we get this kind of roar from Doomsday, which probably has to smell incredibly terrible is is the... (laughs) Is the idea I got from Lex Luthor's uh, reaction from it? Yeah. Um, but hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. My only problem with them is, is the sound of them. I don't like the way it sounds. You don't like the way Doomsday, Doomsday sounds. sounds with like the kind of it's like a reverb. It's kind it's of very Godzilla. <laughs> That's what I it's, it's it's almost sounds like that sort of like what is now like a sort of cliched monster sound is that sort of, yeah that sort of uh, staccato roar yeah I think what it is is ever since people were like oh we can make a Godzilla sound from like scratching a cello or something and yeah. and so it's it's just always been like how you make monster noises sometimes people they just mix a bunch of animal noises yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like two ways to go about it either you take <laughs> Bears, lions, and tigers. Yeah. Oh my! And like, uh, you like conjoin them into one weird sounding monster, or you mess around with an instrument and create weird alien noises and do it that way. It's weird to think that monsters' vocal cords have like this reverb thing going on <laughs> yeah. that makes it just whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we have I mean? it. I mean, I guess we have, but like, yeah, we have it. But if you put it into a monster vocal cords i guess maybe like they're bigger more powerful so they can do that vibrato Mm -hmm. on command yeah i think the when you like if you're gonna mix animal noises like try going for like whale or something you think because whales have weird voice like giant voice boxes um but i i I prefer the, the musical instrument monster noise making than like Hey, we just took a bear and a crocodile and like mixed it, put them together. Yeah, I don't um, know. Well, Chewbacca is one of my favorite noises ever, and that's a <laughs> that's a, a dog, a bear, and an otter. I mean, that. yeah, <laughs> is it? No, oh, there you go. There that you was go. Perfect. <laughs> he didn't even do it. He just pressed like a. He had a key <laughs> yeah, I've got. He's <laughs> ready to go. Got my Sound Chewbacca bit. soundboard here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, and I like. Um, I always felt like it still sounded more. Urukai-esque. Um, I suppose. You know, in Two Towers, there was, like, the one that was uh, standing on the rock when he was, you know, yelling charge or whatever the hell it was, you know, in Orc. Um, I get what, what, what do they speak? Do they speak Mordor? Do they speak... I don't know what they speak. Doesn't matter. Um, Orcish? Orcish. Like, it's like grunts and... Orkinese. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a, like, a, like a Tusken Raider yeah. a little bit, but, like, you know, yeah. mixed up. I can kind of do yep. that noise as well, but it wrecks my throat, and I won't be able to do the rest <laughs> of the episode. So I'm not going to do awesome. it. Yeah, um, I yeah, I but some part of me likes the. I I think I am a, a fan of this kind of doomsday voice. This it sounds uh, it sounds technological or something like it. It, it sounds 
Uh, you know what? It it sounds like almost like um, like how they make lightsaber noises, where it's just yeah. like that me- electrified metal pipe that they just swish around. Like it almost has like that sound effect to it. Where yeah, they're just like oh. lightsaber noise. Well, I'm sure the story is it is, is a microphone dangled over a a, a vacuum tube from the back of a television. Yeah, exactly. Just something like that, where they're just like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll like fully artist this this voice out of like just electricity and and metal and like the because when he's when he's um he's like pissed so he will he's born he's already pissed off he's seeing two people i don't know why that upsets you but um yeah he just immediately just starts breaking everything around him he's breaking cables he's swinging and then yeah it just it creates a it almost sounds like here i'm gonna like kind of listen in a bit but it almost has like um I want to say like Thor's hammer, kind of like, like I don't know, just. What do you mean? Like it just sounds like. It sounds like Thor's hammer. I don't know. What like you, the I kind of get you, yeah, like a sort of yeah. oh. low. You know, like he swings his hammer, has like that metal like no. wand, like <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> and that's something I really enjoy about that. Um, it, the, I guess it's just pleasing to the senses. For me, at least, but I, yeah, I, he, I just think he would have suited a more sort of natural sound, maybe just like a, like a grunting or something like that would have suited the way he looks more. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, he he sounds more normal later on in the film, which is the weird part. Like when he's actually when he's actually fighting the Trinity, and like you know when we get to the end of. Uh, the end of his time in this film like he he does scream and yell more like an actual monster but here it's it's like this kind of baby noise like instrument type thing um but yeah he he gets extremely pissed off and uh his first action as doomsday is to try and demolish lex Luthor in a single punch that doesn't happen no it doesn't you know why why because the good old man of steel comes and saves him from that punch. I also uh, think he's about a foot short. I watched this a couple of times. Uh, you know, watched it slow. I don't think he would have happened if Superman wasn't there. I think he would have missed him. You think there was not? Um, yeah, I guess if he's still standing there. Yeah, but he didn't he's about a, halfway through his swing and he hasn't pivoted yet, so it doesn't look like he's going to. And if it's true, puts his arm straight out. He's about a foot short, I think. Yeah. Unless he just does like a weird body lunge and just like <laughs> yeah. loses all of his balance and just, you know, doesn't follow through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but this is uh, definitely a callback to earlier in the film um, with uh, Lex and, and uh, Lois Lane on the roof, rooftop. You know, there was, no, or was it, was it Lex and Superman? Whatever. No one was there. God wasn't there to save him from daddy's fist. An abomination, mm-hmm. and this is a fist and an abomination. Yeah, and guess who's saving him, man? Superman, the one guy that he's trying to kill. <laughs> What's up with that? What is up with that? That just shows you, man. That Even Superman's after... good. So, is he all good or is he all powerful? He's all good. He's all good. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. even he would save the guy that's trying to deliberately kill him right here in front of his face. And uh, if he was all powerful, he wouldn't have died. Mm, just Ooh, saying. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, he like snaps, you know, right there, catches that fist, two hands it, 
extremely pissed off about it. And uh, yeah, he just jumps into action. Yeah, Superman goes in and just gives him a good, solid right hook and just send him straight into the wall. But what's terrifying about this, so normally with like giant monsters, like there's like that slowness, like, okay, yeah, he's super strong and like he's a monster or whatever, but like they're slow, right? They can't like really act that fast. Um, that That's not what happens with Doomsday. This guy is unbelievably fast for being as unbelievably big as this guy is and uh to me that's that's terrifying yeah you never you never want that character who's both fast and strong (laughs) usually there's a there's a balance in that but he's both uh which is completely terrifying jacks from mortal Kombat. he's a heavy hitting character and he has super speed which is a completely broken quality super speed with super power yeah, he has like he has like a lot of attacks that are like he can close gaps and stuff and it's not fun playing <laughs> against Jax in in old Mortal Kombat games. Um but that's what we get here. Like he he's sent into the wall by Superman's punch and then as Superman tries to dive in again to attack him further, he like grabs him just I'm trying to slow it down, but it's like you see Superman like diving in and this guy just catches him so quickly. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah, I really Man. like the way he moves. It's, you're right, it is terrifying seeing him move that quickly. Even though, like, going back, saying the punches really quickly he throws, and it is just, well, it looks like it would have just turned him to dust if it did connect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he just. He like sends him out of the scout ship, and just volleyball punches him clear across the. Uh, he does do his volleyball serve. Doesn't yeah, he? it's like clear. <laughs> it's like clear across Heroes Park, and straight over to the Superman statue underneath a very well placed helicopter in spotlight. Oh yeah, I I <laughs> yo say what you will about that, but I love that. It's a cool shot. It's yeah. cool as hell. This is where we were talking about this whole third act being a stage play. This is it right here. Like this is this is a Macbeth type thing. Like this is definitely the spotlights on them. These two, you know, powerful characters are about to have a showdown. Mm-hmm. And they do that in Pacific Rim as well. Like the lighting within the monster fights only happen from the lighting of the helicopters shining on really? them. Really? Yeah. yeah. So when they're fighting in the in the water with the double event, you yeah. know, like uh uh like Leatherback and Otachi, it's like they are only shown by the helicopter and like any lights that are on the actual Jaeger themselves, mm-hmm. those are that's the lighting within the area. And so that's what we get here where like Superman gets his helicopter, Doomsday gets his helicopter, and that that is good lighting one oh one. That it's that's amazing in my opinion. Um, but yeah, this uh, this minute the way it ends is how uh, something that I've always thought about is like this doomsday takes its time to look at this statue, and it's always been my idea that there's a part of General Zod that's still alive, that still sees this statue and and says, "I remember you. You killed me like two years ago." And uh, and now they worship you as a god. Some some in there, I feel like there's something in Doomsday 
or or maybe I'm wrong. What do you guys think? Do you think like maybe he's just looking at it and going, No, I think you're absolutely that's right. That's you, I kill you. Uh and you know, he could just be like, Hey, that's who I'm fighting right now, or that could be like, Hey, you're Kal El, son of Krypton, that guy I tried to kill two years ago. Well, even so, it's still General Zod's, you know, he's still somewhere in there. His memory, his consciousness is still somewhere there. So I'm pretty sure, you know, the last thing he remembers was a fight between, you know, Pretty Boy Superman. And uh, he sees a statue. He's like, this is how they look at you. This is how they see you. What are you doing? Like, you could be ruling over all of them. And yet, like, they build a statue in your honor. And yet you don't do anything. So it's still like an anger aspect of there coming from like a uh, a dictator standpoint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he still definitely recognizes him. That's I interesting. That never that never occurred to me. Uh, watching it, but it, it makes sense. I, I, I just always thought he he saw the statue and thought this guy I'm fighting. Like he had that thought, but not as Zod. He thought this guy I'm fighting is is worshipped as a god and wanted to take him down for whatever reason, just his own rage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could see. Thought. Yeah, we could go that route too. I mean, if this is the uh, proverbial devil of this of this story, then this is like the devil, f- like f- rising up into heaven and being like, "So this is heaven, and this is this is God." Like, all right, so it's time to take care of you and then like, and you know, get rid of him. And so that's how he could be, or he could see him as like, "Oh, is this the greatest champion of this area?" Okay, well. I'm the greatest champion of this area now. And if I defeat him, then I know that I've defeated the strongest thing on this planet. You're getting dangerously close to old old Zod. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 comic book general Zod? No, or? like what was it from um what was the line? Terrence uh, Stop. Yeah, what what does he say? Is there no one else that can challenge mm. me? That kind of thing. No, it's called Gladiator Nate. It's not Gladiator, <laughs> it was Zod. No, I, there's, I guess there's multiple ways you can look at this. I always thought it was just like he looked at and he was like, wait a minute, I remember you. Um, but yeah, maybe it is just devil look, like the devil entering heaven and being like, all right, I have to kill this man. So yeah, there's a lot of ways. I just, I can't stop looking at this this helicopter lighting over Doomsday. It just works so well. Like you can yeah. see every little bump on yeah. this creature. I like the scaling that they show of Doomsday, like right up in the foreground, and then Superman in the background on the spotlight. Like Being he's this just, tiny yeah, human, so small, and uh, it just looks, it looks really good. Um, this is definitely a uh, fight that should go down in the history books, guys. Do you think the CGI is gonna wear off in in years? I have no idea. Yeah, it's, it's hard. hard to tell. To, it's so hard to tell. Usually, you can go, "Wow, that'll that'll look bad." Yeah. In a few years, I feel like that with um, Jurassic World. There was a no. I think it's okay. You think Jurassic World? There's, is okay? there, there's there some, some parts, parts in Jurassic, Jurassic World. Where I, was like, I think there's some parts in uh, like I was watching. I think Black Panther, and I was looking at it. and I was going, I f- I don't know if this is gonna some of the CGI is gonna age well because it happened way too quickly. I haven't seen that. Uh, yet. Going to see that tonight actually. It's really good. I re- yeah. I think the film is is fantastic, but um I feel like when CGI when people do CGI really quickly cuz they don't want to show you the CGI, then oh, okay. it it yeah. usually tells me that like they're trying to not show the obviousness of it. Mm-hmm. 
But when you have a moment like this doomsday where they are showcasing this CGI monster, like they're not afraid to show it. They're just like giving him, you know, in this minute alone, he is like 90% of this minute and you can't do it wrong. So it's like, to, in my opinion, I feel like this is going to, this might stand the test of time. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, it's hard to believe that this could fade in the future. But when it does, like, uh, who knows? Like, yeah. it's just, it's hard to believe. I think they just did it so right. Um, but yeah, it just, it, I, yeah. I, every time I watch this movie, I just always go back to this, this scene is, or not just this scene, but like this whole final act is being the best part of this film just because it's so, so beautiful to look at. And it's, um, I don't know. I, f- I find it very iconic, um, and I hope I hope in like years and maybe decades, like people will still look back at this this moment because um, we haven't even gotten to the other two superheroes in this scene. But like, this is the best part of the film, in my opinion. But yeah, do you guys have any other uh, closing notes for this one? Yeah, no, this, I think it. Oh yeah, go for it. This uh, what, right, the final shot of this minute is fantastic. Uh, just you have the statue in the background. Then you have Doomsday making a sort of Greco-Roman statuesque pose in front of it, and then you have Superman in front of that, and it's like and the statue is about like as much bigger than Doomsday mm-hmm. as Doomsday is as Superman. So it's a mm-hmm. nice like split shot that looks yeah amazing. yeah. I never thought of that. It's like. Um... It's like expectation versus reality. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. snap. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. So go. like expectation being like, oh, that's the god I'm fighting, yeah. but he's that tiny in reality. Oh, I was even thinking about it from like a everyday regular person standpoint of it, of yeah. uh, expectation versus reality. Expectation of Superman is the statue of him helping everybody. But what you don't think is that he could be this monstrous doomsday and yet he's not. So like it's the man right here. So like you got background closer background foreground <laughs> yeah yeah there's just so many ways to look at it and it's it's so simple it's so simple yeah and i love that you said he has like this greco-roman like statue pose yeah because he he turns around and he's yeah he just it looks so good it i looks can't like get over it through a deskis or something yeah yeah right <laughs> oh man no that's good stuff um that's all i have for this one um so i guess we'll go ahead and wrap up um if you enjoyed everything you heard find us on all social media at dcu minute and tooldmedia.com and the facebook group dc cinematic minute listener society society join us with other guests other listeners let us know what you thought about today's minute or any other minutes that you're catching up on and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on dc cinematic minute